Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. This is the Eat Sleep and Leave Repeat Podcast. Your weekly AEW review and breakdown introducing first and most electrifying in all of professional wrestling podcast. Gnarly. Charlie. Let's go, Buffalo. How you doing, Garrett? The other half of our hosting duo. They call me the Duke. They call me the Digital Phantom. I'm the Duke of Nerves, also known as Garrett. Yo! I just busted everybody's ears. All right. Um, That's how it's done, bro. That's how we got to do it. That's how we got to do this thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. All right. So, uh, Robert Battenson is uh, taking over the world. Uh, That's our original boy. Like that. That's our our original boy. Guy. It, our guy Literally. is now Dante Martin, but before that, that's true. It was Robert Pattinson and Robert Pattinson, the pillar of AEW. And All now right. it feels like he's finally getting his respect. Exactly. So, we All love right. to see it. We love to see it. Um. Yeah. So before we get into everything with the podcast, there's just a couple of things to take care of really quickly. Uh, make sure whatever podcast you're listening to this on, you follow or subscribe uh, to the show on there, and you know leave reviews and all that stuff. You know that you've heard other shows say. Um. And you can also follow us both on Twitter. You can follow me at Bane Duke. That's B A N E D U K E. And Charlie on Twitter at Oh Charlie with an X instead of an A. Instead all right. Um. Yeah, that's it's uh, orders of business. Oh yeah, check out the Masoki Entertainment YouTube channel for our, our reviews and stuff like that. Impending will be the review of Batman because I'm gonna go see it actually, and maybe I'll fucking get around to piece it. Probably, probably not. Um, I only I only watch the DC movies that don't count now. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, I was, just real quick side note. I was talking to my friend, uh, my roommate. You know who he is, and uh. I was saying, imagine John if they did Cena. it. Im- <laughs> that would have been a great time for that plug. Imagine if they would if they could do like a Star Wars movie. Just, just it is not connected to anything. Just a Star Wars movie. It's like I don't know, man. With the, the Joker, Batman is having their own standalone movies and shit. I'm like, man, I would love Star Wars. Anyways, Garrett, we've had a fun week of AEW wrestling, and it's only going to get better this weekend because, guys, Saturday and Sunday, you'll catch us both in your feeds three times this weekend. We're gonna do, yeah, we're, we're, we're shoving ourselves down your throat this weekend. We'll have an ESE mini on Saturday with our AEW predictions of Revolution. And then, Garrett, as this is our tradition, it dates a while back, but now with AEW, this is our second pay-per-view that we've caught since we've covered this podcast. And we will have that show probably within like two hours after it. Like That's when it's Most in your feet. Most of the feet. time, yeah. That's just we're the way We're pretty it excited after it. So we'll sit down and talk for a couple hours and like try and get our thoughts well, we together. Fucking, we let this thing get rolling right away and we just get all our live thoughts. Just boom, boom. It's it's a great time. We had a great time with Full Gear and Revolution looks fucking nuts. But we'll save a lot of that for the actual show. And Garrett, let's get into our favorites this week. Um, I believe... You did favorite Fuck. first last week. I don't remember. So sh- sure, I'm going to we'll take go it with. this week. And if that's wrong, so be it. Uh, man, there's a couple I really want to pick. I almost want to be a segment guy this week. But I'm going to save it. Let's go okay. TNT championship. Sammy Guevara, Andrade Alitalo, Barbie Allen. This was exactly what you could hope from, right? Like, to be honest, when you when you're watching this match, you're just you're hoping for high flying. You're hoping for wrestling, and you're hoping for Darby to look like he's about to kill himself in wrestling terms. And my God, you got all of it. And and Sammy Guevara to try and kill himself in actual yeah, terms. Yes, and you know, dude, I just 
this Sammy Guevara title reign. And now look, I'm I'm gonna take the three weeks that Cody had it. Like that's whatever. I'm counting from before that. This Sammy Guevara title reign that he's technically had two different titles. He has been so good as a champion, man. And these matches just keep getting better. Garrett, what the hell, dude? This was awesome. Um, so, yeah. So you, you rewind on the podcast for that couple of months. I remember saying like there had been like three or four opponents on consecutive episodes of Dynamite and and or Rampage that Sammy had defended against. And they were all like really good. It was like Tony Nese, Jay Lethal. Yeah, yeah. Tony Nese, Jay Lethal, Bobby Fish. Oh, uh, the Bobby Fish one was really good. That was such a good match. And all of them were just guys that were dominating on Dark. I'm actually going to complain about this right now because I just popped into my head. But, like, Dark has had, like, a serious lack of stars on it lately that weren't just people involved in major feuds, you know? Like, yep. Um, which I get it. We're in the build to a pay-per-view. But, and like, every Sammy match has been a uh, title has match. Has been, like, a big-time match. And maybe that's why because a lot of them have been tied up with Sammy and stuff like that. But, like, even his math of the Asian page was really good. Um, yes, dude. Yep. Like, so I think that um, this has actually been the best uh, out of all the current title reigns that we've had. This is going to be a hot take that people are going to have to just accept that is actually true. Out of all the current champions right now, this has been the most exciting title reign. I, I in terms of exciting, I would agree. And, and maybe the most consistent as like, delivering good matches. Not that the matches themselves aren't quality. It's hard to say that with Hangman's though, because Hangman's... But Hangman's... But everybody and their brother will agree with me when I say, I bet, that the Hangman title reign has not been what it could have been at all. That's, um, that's the opening. Fair. Okay, it did not live up to the same level of, of, of Danielson match, like the matches that he had with Kenny I think Danielson. they both have been A+, plus, like, if not A+. Those plus, two programs were title reigns. Those two programs were great. The program where he won the title and the program where he defended it the first time. But... I can't help but thinking that like when they didn't have a third match that I was a little surprised, you know, like, yeah. And then, so that felt a little bit weird, but then the Lance Archer stuff was good, but that wasn't really a feud. That was more just like a couple of weeks. No, yeah, that was a big. quick transitional feud. Agreed. Agreed. And then, so I just don't feel like the, the title reign that hangman has had has lived up to what it could have been. I feel like hangman should be just running rough shot over the entire AEW title division and I feel like there's a lot of people going into the pay-per-view that think that Adam Cole is going to win. Like, hey, because of because of how it's gone. Now, that's just my opinion. And I, I normally you don't hear that early on in a title reign unless people are actually feeling like it's not working. You I mean, know? remember, there's people thinking he could lose it to Brian. I mean, I, I, I thought it. Well, to be honest with you, that would have made sense if you were the kind of person that w- like, doesn't think the Hangman's a credible champion. Now, I don't know if I would agree with that. I think Hangman's a credible champion. I think Hangman won the Ring of Honor title, didn't he? Like. Yeah, it, at least if he didn't, he won the Ring of Honor t- television title. He had if to, not, like, he's been built up to win this one, and he did a great job with it. I will say a couple things in this match that really, Garrett, the belts. Just smacking the shit out of each other with the belt. The crazy Tower of Death spot that oh, like, Andrade held everybody up for a few seconds. Like that was shout, nice. out, shout out the Orlando crowd. Let's go, Orlando, baby. That's a good sign for the pay-per-view on Sunday. No, um, I like Miami. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> real quick, I'm talking about the finish here. Uh, Sammy landed the GTH on Andrade. Darby tossed him, tossed Sammy out of the ring. Darby then flicks him off and hits the coffin drop. Goes for the cover, but Sammy comes out of nowhere and breaks it up with a 450 splash off the top rope and covers yeah. Andrade for the one, two, three. How do you th- how do you feel about Andrade getting pinned? Um, I mean, if he takes a coffin drop and a 
630 Centon or whatever the hell it was. Like, and um, I think he's all right. GTH, Coffin Drop, and 450 Splash off top rope within like 30 seconds. Plus I all saw, the rest I of the I saw match. people I mean, bitching yeah, on Twitter. Fucking... Well, you know, wrestling Twitter. I saw people getting pretty bitchy about Andrade eating the pin. I think he had to here. And they protected he's, he's him. He's been pretty protected anyway. Yes, so agreed. Like, I would, he's only taken, like, the only loss that he's actually taken that was clean, I think, was to Sammy recently, wasn't it? So, like. Yeah, and when Jeff Hardy comes out on Sunday and helps them win against them, that'll be all right. Um, but, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Sammy Guevara obviously won, and just after the match, he offered Darby a handshake, but Darby's having none of it, and rolled out to a chorus of booze. So, yeah, we'll talk about what else happened with the TNT title a little later on, but Garrett, what was your favorite this week? Um, Yeah, so... Blah, 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 blah. Sorry, my brain's uh, broken for a second. Um, <laughs> brain, brain malfunction. So... We had a return this week um, in one of our matches. Oh, yeah. We had a casino battle royal. And uh, our boy, we've t- you know, one of our personal pillars of AEW that we think is going to be one of the future stars is Dante Martin. We've been watching him for a while. We've watched him become one of the biggest stars. And uh, I think one of the biggest buildups for a while without being a word said about it, hardly at all maybe a few times on TV and on dark was the return of Darius Martin. Yep. Um, and I think it lived up to the hype dude. It's like, they're basically the same wrestler. Like it's so crazy. They're basically the same level of talented. And I think that's insane that you got two guys that are that like innovative in a tag team. Um, I, the final three we had in this match, I believe, were Darius. Uh, well, was it uh, two or was it like one person of each? I can't even remember. This it was match the was two so young bucks, place. Darius, and then I want to say Dax. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. And then one of the bucks got thrown out by Darius, I want to say, um, or something, or maybe by Dax. Yeah, I can't remember. I, it ended but... up being Darius versus the two bucks, and he did take one of them out. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I forget. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was... Dude, it, this was such a fun match. The, the, that's how crazy this match was. Like, I actually thought there was a chance that we could see uh, top flight in in that match on Sunday. I was like, and even if though it, the storyline had the, been building, yeah, exactly. If the storyline hadn't been built for it to be the Young Bucks and the Red Dragon costing each other to lead to their ultimately to, to their feud, like. I mean, uh, it's just it's such a, it's such a good storyline. You know what's funny too is that even if Kenny's not ready to come back, you can just run that storyline with Hangman because they set it up with with Hangman at the end of the Kenny match. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, we'll have to see if. Yeah, dude, I can't wait. There's going to be some so shit on. Okay, so here's my question, Charlie. Where okay. where where do you see Top Flight going next? Because with Dante's momentum and the fact that they were the final. Two, sec- the second to last team in the battle royal to determine one of the number one contenders. I, I, okay, th- does that put them at number like two in the tag team rankings or number three in the tag team? Ra- what, Maybe not like, right away, but I imagine Tony's going to probably put them on. They'll probably wrestle Elevation uh, this upcoming week, whichever one they film at the pay per view. They'll get okay. top flight out there at the pay per view. Probably haven't beat someone up. I could imagine them seeing this is what I do, and then maybe the following week face the acclaimed on Rampage. Okay, pick up a win, maybe the acclaimed, okay. and then 
maybe toss them into a quick i don't know it, that depends if they want to build a feud around them or just cl- toss them into a rampage title match against the champion no fuck it save the acclaim have them beat bear country no, i'm kidding <laughs> no but doesn't that make sense top play versus yes. the acclaimed we're gonna see that oh yeah absolutely because dude just just the rips that i want to hear from because what, see, on elevation oh. you can have him beat the wingman you can have him beat chaos project you know beat dark order one week you know you can do all that and then Yes. On TV, beat the acclaimed, but uh, at the same time, it's like, man, you don't want to hurt the acclaimed, but yeah, it's not a, it's not a bad. Line. I, I do agree right with now. with wrestling Twitter though. I want to see how far uh, Serpentico can be yoinked by by Keith Lee. Oh, that has um, to happen. By the way, anyway, JD drink um, tonight, man. Getting a one of our dark fellas. By that, I mean uh, you know what I keep remembering. Dark wrestlers. I don't want to say it like that. It li- listen, like here's the but, thing about JD Drake. He's basically the big man jobber. Is basically what yeah, he is. Like, yeah, man. He, any of those guys that wrestle on dark every every fucking week, I, I just I, I like giving them shout outs when we see them on TV. Yes, I mean, yeah, that's true. The wingman actually, he's the only wingman that's been on TV. Well, actually, because of this, the fact that he was on, we got to see all the wingmen. So that was pretty cool. Peter took advantage of that camera Yo, oh yeah he was like can we go out like, he's like, <laughs> it's like <gasps> peter can we get on tv that's called taking that moment bro he is yeah, exactly. three seconds peter avalon look. knows peter avalon's gonna be a star man i like, think 2.0 looked fine oh that's another one i'd have top flight beat um yeah i i would i, I just, agree with you. i'm think, curious because like i want to see them I, I feel like they're the one team that if like like say that like you don't decide not that i'm saying that it should but like let's say they decide to put it on one of the two Red Dragon or the Bucks, right? To make that feud, I definitely that feud think probably going to be one of them, right? I, it, who knows? Hey, we'll save that for prediction right. episode, right? We'll but, save that for predictions. It could go, <clears throat> but if you decide to keep it on <clears throat> Jurassic Express, you could have that match be the last thing that they do before it, and maybe you put it on Top Flight. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I, I got a Top Flight match. I want to. That'd see. be incredible. Like <laughs> the Acclaimed, right? Okay, the, they face them. Yep. Or right, first of all, two point then the Acclaimed, then yep. Private Party. Give it to me. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm with you. I like this match. I thought it was good. I think for the story, the Young Bucks had to win. Uh, Matt Jackson being the one to do it makes sense because that's just the way it goes, baby. Yeah, got to have that red dragon versus Champs Young Bucks tomorrow. tension. Uh, the match itself was really good. Like, I liked that. Um, I liked the way that people came in. I liked the acclaimed eating an entire um, <laughs> like thirty se- or ninety yeah. seconds in between. So um, to me, the casino battle royal is more exciting than the Royal Rumble. That's gonna be a super hot take. Um, Getting eight on it. I, I I thought that what they've done with the tag matches these past two weeks have been fun. They've been a little gimmicky. We knew the results ahead of time, basically, but it was still fun. Yes, yeah. When, no, when you still have fun and you know the storyline, you know what's gonna happen. That's how you know it's good wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have it's to like, go for the shock factor. See, top like flight would have been the shock like factor here. 2006, like, you know who's yeah. going to win, but it doesn't make sense. Like, Samoa Joe's top not winning. Would have been the shock factor here, but it wouldn't have really made sense with the story. So it was like, it's cool. Actually, I'm, in Ring of Honor, Samoa Joe is winning, but you, that's not the point. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> so real quick, uh, Garrett, if you want to, what we're going to do real quick is uh, give you guys the dark elevation and dark results. So, Garrett, you have dark elevation this week. <laughs> if you want to give the people the rundown real quick. Yeah, all right. Elevation episode 52 opening up with 
our boy Jay Lethal taking on our other boy George Joel getting back on onto AW Dark. For now, though, I mean, he may not be with the company because he takes a nice loss to, uh, to, to Jay Lethal with the lethal injection, and Matt Hardy threatens to fire him. Yeah, Hardy was um, pissed. He was mad. All right, Sky Blue versus Red Velvet in a uh, colors and being a woman match. All right. Um, Blue versus Red. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, Sky Blue hit a nice super kick. Red Velvet hit the final slice. Uh, I guess they're going to, I guess the next thing for Layla will be, will be Velvet, maybe. Uh, yeah, just kind of teeing up that, I think, feud from before. I don't know. I, hey. It might just be like she's part, but I'm, I'm, that might be a match Let's they get, have uh, next. Though. I can imagine Sky Blue is going to be signed pretty soon. Yes, I would. I would think so. I, there's a couple of women talent that I think that they're going to also sign yeah, as well. well they Paige Van Vance up next. So. Well, I mean, yeah, apparently they're going to do that live on on the pay per view, so that's going to be interesting. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we got a debut there. To be honest with you, because why are they setting that up otherwise? But anyway. Um, all right, anyway, so we had Alan Angels taking on Frankie, Frankie Kazarian. Um, uh, it was fun, competitive. I liked the way that they caught him in the quick chicken wing for the finish. It was good. Alan got a little too carried away. Uh, Nyla Rose, Diamante, and Emmy crushed a jobber squad. Don't care about that match. Uh, Fuego Del Sol uh, thought he was fighting Brian Danielson and actually got... Uh, got killed by man i really hope fuego get some stuff in here Um, i really hope we get that on a dynamite by the way fuego versus danielson and danielson beats the shit uh, fuego uh is not on tv all right um (laughs) by the way i didn't i don't think i liked angels losing to kazarian just throwing unless fuego's tagging with sammy you 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 put that idea in my head and now i kind of want it all right um yes that's sammy's future after this title man i'm sorry but that's the truth yeah, Willow Nightingale, as name dropped by Eddie Kingston recently, was back on Dark Elevation and was losing to Layla Hirsch. Um, I have no idea what the plan for Layla is, but I'm really excited to see the match at the pay-per-view. Um, hey, if she beats Statlander, big, big huge. ups to her. She has to beat her, right? She told her that she I, deserved she, to be an orphan. Bro! <laughs> it's so like, true. what the fuck, man? Hey, man. Layla, it's not okay. You can't just say that, Stat. I love you, Stat, but you can't say yeah, that. that you, might was... be, you might have to be kicked. By the way, are the best friends turning heel slowly? Is that what's happening anyway? Maybe. All right. <laughs> uh, Chaos Project and the Dark Order had a match. I feel like I don't. I feel like I'm the only one that knows the name of moves anymore. They hit him with the fatality and no one knew what it was called. <laughs> anyway. Who won that? Uh, Dark Order's Uno and Gracian. Okay. They don't have an official tag name, those two. They need one. I mean, I guess neither do Silver and Reynolds, but they're I know it's the original pairing in that group. That's my least favorite tag in that group. Yikes. I mean, they were a tag on the indies, right? Like, oh, yeah. They, they were like the Nintendo guys. used to also wear a mask. Like. They were like the Super Nintendo something, yeah. It, it, people yeah, would know like what I'm weird. talking about. They were like weird, gimmicky, sort of Young Bucky-style wrestlers, you know, in that way. Anyway, um, that was Dark Elevation. Perfect. Dark 132. Yep, and I'll take us through Dark and Garrett. Our boy here getting the uh, opener on dark and dark. It was, shot it. it was 132. You said, yes, dark episode 132. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have that here. So perfect. Dark episode 132. Our boy shot Lee Johnson picking up a victory over an enhancement talent here. And Hey, first one to 2022. Yes. The fisherman's buster. Uh, Sonny kiss defeated Ashton star. Uh, the gamma, the gamma, 
Wow. Corkscrew Common Gary. I've so, never heard of that before, but hell yeah. Sonny's record is now two and one. So do you think uh Garrett, I'm wondering, do you think we see Sonny on TV anytime soon? Uh probably not, but I mean yeah. I wouldn't put it past it. You know what I mean? Like you just never know. I mean Sonny Sonny feels like the kind of talent they've been building up for a while for a reason. Don't know whom to face. <laughs> the acclaimed um, are here and uh is this the Glenn Jacobs thing, or is it somewhere else? I cannot remember if it's on this or, or on something ta- else. Was that in the casino? Ba- it's one of them. Either way, they had a g- hilarious, hilarious Glenn stuff line. from yeah. Max Caster is just a, a, a yeah, the acclaim picked up their man. win. We know how that goes. Marina Shafir's back to absolutely zero reaction with an AEW debut of Danielle Camella, and Shafir picks up another victory, so she's still undefeated. I feel like Marina Shafir has to be the one in Professor's Five Minute Challenge. I was, I was just about to bring that up. I was like, you were saying that, and it's I'm starting to I'm really starting to see your uh, your light here because like she needs something to spark this. Or Marina like, versus Lila? I don't know. Yeah, I, no. I have not been. I mean, you uh, could do that match because I love I love how they would match up, and I would also like Marina versus Ty Conti, Marina versus Janai Kai. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and give me some of these I'm, MMA style people, but like, I'm gonna bring this up here. We haven't said this in a few weeks, but when we uh, list our dark matches, we we were calling what were we saying like dark matches of the year? Like this could be up in that top ten conversation, Garrett. Uh, yes, I'm thinking this might be one of them. It's definitely up there for the beginning of March. I'll tell you that, and that's Dante Martin versus Jack Evans. Holy shit! They let Jack Evans wrestle like Jack Evans from fucking PWG. This this was awesome. There was one time when I think they got like super disconnected. Like their timing was off with each other, but they're so good. You probably You're couldn't talking about like help. the spot to like the outside or whatever it was like. Yeah, they just they they mistimed each other, and I think I think it was kind of obvious to. The, I think Jack Evans is maybe just it was kinda, just how the camera caught it too. Like it was an unfortunate camera angle for him. But yeah, this was, impact makes you botch. I don't know. This match was probably no more than like five six minutes, and they used that that time perfectly. I think. Jack Evans and Dante Martin, chemistry, chemistry, chemistry together. And we haven't said it in a few weeks, Garrett. It, it might be like five episodes since we've mentioned a dark match that could be in the potential of the year candidate. And I'm going to toss this one up there right now. We're going to have to go back. I, I can't remember if I wrote down the other ones, but we had two in the same week and we haven't had one since. But Dante Martin, Jack Evans, what were you, were you kind of feeling me with this match? I mean, it was good. I don't I know, know if it's going to win. I don't think it would win a dark match of the year. For no, me, no, but no. Like, I think uh, but, uh, for what it was, man, it was like better seven than minutes. most of the matches that they've had lately. I mean, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like dark and dark elevation have been kind of boring lately. Like the last several Even weeks, this main event kind of sucked and it's got good people in it. Yeah. All right. Abaddon picks up a quick victory. She is crushing it still. I, I don't, I don't know the end goal with her. I still don't get it. <laughs> Me neither. Diamante pick, defeats Vipress. Vipress. No, hold on great. a second. Di- Diamante fought Sindel from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and Diamante <laughs> with that code red. Garrett, bring her to TV, please. Yes, I know. I feel like we say this all the time. Kira I'm Hogan. Pissed. They, I'm pissed that Santana and Ortiz are back with the Inner Circle. What the fuck was the point of any of that? I don't know, dude. I, I, we're definitely not going to really bring that up on the show, like um, when we get to that segment very much. But like, what the hell? What was the point of that? Like, why are you not? Maybe at the paper they can redeem it, and they they help Kingston no. or something. I don't no. know. Maybe it's a psycho. No, no. Um, Kira Hogan wins with a super kick. You don't see now. Homicide has to murder them. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Yes, 
Danny Garcia versus Josh Woods. Hey, ROH Pure Champion Josh Woods. And he got an interview after the match. So I, th- I think that lets you know, uh, wow, I might be jumping the crab. Maybe that wasn't this week. Anyways. Wait, what? Danny Garcia and Josh Woods. Did Josh Woods have an interview? That might have been uh, at a taping. Never mind. I might be talking out of my possibly. ass in a few, at a, a dark spoiler for weeks coming. Pog. <laughs> anyway, I wasn't paying <laughs> Two attention. Two technical wrestlers going at it, Garrett. Safe to say that's that's what this was. Yeah, Josh Woods. This match could be uh, this is a good. potential, I think. It, yeah, this, I think. You know what this made me want to see? Hear me out. Josh Woods uh, signed to AEW? Yeah. Oh, that's for sure happening. But Josh Woods – actually, no. Josh Woods is wrestling at Control Your Narrative this weekend. So, huh. Um, Josh Woods, Lee Moriarty. Let me see that. Let's get that action. Okay. I'm down. Uh, Sean Josh Dean. Woods versus Brian Danielson. Give it to me. All right. Um, Sean Dean picking up a victory. He looks great. Let's bring in uh, Carly Bravo. Quote, That's, hit him with the deal, unquote. Hit him with the deal. And Garrett, this main event, dude. This this kind of sucked. Now, don't get me wrong. This is probably like hour fucking three of the crowd being there. And they're probably excited to see Orange Cassidy because he got a pop. Yeah. Man, this was underwhelming. Maybe it was just outshined by the other two matches on it, but Cassidy and Wheeler Yuta defeated Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado. And, I'm uh, sorry. I, I'm going to say it. It's 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 Camarado and Solo. They're just not a very good tag team. No, they're and not. Wheeler and Orange have put yeah. on great matches, and I even they felt do. like they were good no, in this I, match. I, we, we talk about chemistry, man. I just don't think it worked here. And um, – and I'm not. I don't even think that they're not like a. I feel like against the right opponents, the factory could be good, but they don't win enough to be credible. And like I just yeah. never thought they were winning, so it just felt like okay. It almost feels like they're wrestling two separate singles matches as a tag team. Yeah, and that's never a good sign. Um, I would definitely say Jack Evans and Dante Martin is the highlight. And if you guys are interested at all in maybe checking out any of those matches, Garcia and Woods, just just check that out. But uh, the Wingman also had a segment that was backstage that looked very corny. That's what their gimmick is. Yeah, I didn't even write that one down. So, it was so boring. All right, let's uh, let's th- let's hop into this. We've been talking about ROH a lot, and we're gonna kick off Dynamite. How they kicked off here, and I'm just gonna rip the bandaid off here. Tony Khan has purchased ROH. He is now the owner. Shane is not here, and basically he just kind of set up Daniels and uh, Brian Danielson, which we'll talk about in a second. But um, you had some thoughts you want to run by with this. Uh, so we're basically, what could this mean, right? Like that's. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where to start with this because there's so many opportunities. I think the the main reason why this was done was the tape library of Ring of Honor for one, most of the talent that they have, but two, because yep. um, that allows them to make not now. A lot of people are like, I don't think they're going to make DVDs and stuff like that. I feel like they might make some, maybe like not. DVDs, and if they don't but make like, DVDs, this can be back could into do a, yeah is into a rumor that we've heard about this week. Which is th- this is actually what people thought the announcement was going to be because it's been threatened for like over like a year now. And that's announcement like. worthy. Yeah, and it, it would be that they're going to do a deal with HBO Max to have a streaming network to compete with, a, you know, the now, WWE network on Peacock. Now, here's what I will say about that. I do, I do think that's inevitable. I don't know if it's anytime soon. I don't know if it's now. I don't bro, know if, it's, if like, it's HBO Max and not like fucking Paramount. HBO Max is the best streaming service. It's not even fucking close. I yeah, I would agree. I would I would say Disney Plus out the gate was the best one because yeah, it launched oh yeah, and then they just they shows. went a year without doing anything, and it's like all right. Well, it's because they didn't have any way to <laughs> yeah. release anything because everything was was slated to come no, out Max, like, the next year. Just think, think about it. You can picture this, man, and and now this this kind of brings up my theory. 
which is kind of piggybacking off yours here. Now that, that if this HBO Max thing does happen, we have three years of AEW history. We have All In. Tony now owns All In. He owned the trademark before, but he did not own the show. Tony does officially own the show. We talked about that for like 10 minutes a couple months ago when Ring of Honor went under. And yes. we were like, what does this mean? But no, think about that. We even suggested that Tony Khan might swoop in and buy this up just for the library. That was something we literally yeah. said on that show, I think. Like, so Ring of Honor is still going to run their own shows. But now if Ring of Honor or if AEW goes to HBO Max, what's going to happen is under that AEW tab, you're going to have Ring of Honor. You're going to yes. have the pay-per-view history of both of them. You're going to have breakdowns of Kenny Omega's best matches in a, in Ring of Honor. CM Punk's Ring of Honor history. There's going to be a library of it. And it's going to be that I would check out. I know I know a lot of people are like, oh, but nobody used the network to go back. Bullshit. People would use the WWE network to go back and watch all this old shit. Yeah, I think that was – they it. said that statistically that's what people spent more time doing on the WWE Network, I think. I remember hearing and, that and now like that they spent more time watching old shit they'd already seen. You're hearing the birds new, chirping like, saying, well, I mean, but that's WWE, not Ring of Honor. There is some acceptance, uh, sure. But to be fair, Ring of Honor just wasn't as popular then. But the thing is like the AEW wrestling fan, even the, yes. the casual AEW fan is usually a way more intense wrestling fan than like your average wrestling fan anyway. So like, And you're telling me they're not going to see CM Punk versus Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega versus Tyler Black and they're going to be like, what the fuck is that? And why have I never <laughs> why, seen it? Why have I not watched this match? I believe that is the four guys. Yeah, WWE is going to be pissed. They'll never get any of the old Seth Rollins footage. Yes, now. that's all. It's gone. And hey, man, this is good sign. And hopefully, Garrett, this is the next big thing. If this means HBO streams the pay per views, that could be huge. I don't think they're going to do that because I don't know. I, if, uh, I, I think I think Tony Khan likes making money off of. I'm sure he does, but man, that would be, that would like be fucking player-friendly like. right there. He could probably still do both, but yeah. But no, I mean, that brings up another multiple questions. So we yeah. know Ring of Honor is running a show still. Yes. And I believe Jonathan Gresham is defending his title and stuff. Let me pull this up because I just saw like uh, – I think I saw a promo where Deanna Peraza is like going around defending both championships. So like I, I yeah. So they're I having the Super Card of Honor. It's April first in Dallas, which, as everyone knows, when WrestleMania comes around, everyone goes there. MLW's having a big show there, and yeah. So Jonathan Gresham's defending his title against Bandito in a winner take all match. The Briscoes versus To Be Announced. That's oh, the revival, please. Deanna Peraza versus to be announced and Swerve the Realist versus Alex Zane. And then Joe Hendry and Ninja Mac also have matches, but the local hero. Yes. Local hero. And WCW, WCPW alumni, Joe Henry. Hendry. Is that him? Yeah. What did I say? Hendry. It looks like him. Yeah. WCPW. That's him. Yeah. So there you go. And uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, in a weird way, if Tony Khan used Ring of Honor, like how WWE uses NXT, I, in a weird way, I'd be okay with it. But I think he might just run it entirely separate. Maybe that's the promotion from Ring of Honor is to AEW, right? I mean, I, AEW becomes, or sorry, Ring of Honor becomes the NXT. I mean, like... Um, or they just do that thing where Ring of Honor just runs four shows a year and they don't mind sharing talent with it. Yeah, I mean, I would say, I feel like that's... 
I feel like they're going to try some kind of model where they run some shows, and if it doesn't work, then they're just going to get rid of it. It's Ring like of Honor is they... also having shows on Impact right now, so because like they could just use Ring of Honor's system, like and like they could just like set up a ring somewhere and start training people, and that may be like be like the yeah. actual Nightmare Factory or the actual factory, whatever you want to call it, like where they're producing talent. Because like I, I feel like they already have that if they want to do it, and they don't give it to everybody anyway. So like, why would they waste time? developing ring of honor talent you know what i mean like um that's my thought people are like oh this is gonna be actually become their developmental brand yeah okay Good luck yeah i don't see that aw doesn't happen like that's not how AW dark, does talent. Dark they, they let you do your own stuff, developmental. Like, that's where you, that's yeah, where you it's get literally your like on. all the shows they just have dark matches which is how for generations wrestlers were brought up anyway was just through dark matches on on not television like because yeah. these people are getting seen now so like that's a, it's a whole different era you know that's why we love our dark um, and uh, so let's let's jump into this match christopher daniels hasn't wrestled in a very long time very long time he wrestled Brian Danielson. I mean, there's literally not a better wrestler on the planet. Part of me was hoping for some BTE payoff and there was going to be a blackout spot, but it didn't happen. <laughs> and, I mean, Garrett, this was this was fun. Daniels looked great. He was very – he posted on Twitter talking about like how excited he was. He hasn't wrestled in a very long time on AEW. So, I, I, I was just happy for him, right? Obviously, Danielson had to win – and at the end, I mean, that's the story of it, right? The match at the end. The, he goes, in Ring of Honor, we shook You know hands. what? Give me a dark match between Kazarian and Dan Daniels. Just give me that match. Ooh, I'm down. Uh, but at the end, he's like, you know, in Ring of Honor, we handshook. And he goes, I'm not in Ring of Honor. I'm in AEW. And it's time to kick someone's head in. And he just starts kicking his fucking head in. Moxley's music hits. And he says his story is just beginning. And his story and is writing the story. And the first chapter will be written in blood. That match is gonna sure. kick ass. It might. It, it's probably gonna steal the show. I mean, I. I mean, like, it, I, I. Here's the thing. Like, John Moxley is just like determined to make this the most important thing that's on the card right now. He's one but of the like, guys. He wants every segment he's in to be the most important, and that's how he carries himself. I'm starting to wonder though. Like, I think a lot of people bought into the idea that, like, at the end of this, they're gonna team up. I don't know if that's necessarily actually how this ends. Like, yeah, no idea. I don't know. Give me them like, first top flight. Oof. Uh, give me them training top flight. Anyway, um, <laughs> God, if the, if the first guy they take under their wing is Daniel Garcia, I will fucking lose it. I, I, I you literally couldn't write that better. Daniel Garcia is fucking like, oh man, that's just. I just I, I I think right now, dynamite is must see wrestling television. Like, it just, like it we just, just opened the show with a fucking another big announcement. And by the way, if you don't think this announcement, I hate to I I know this is like the fourth time we've said it, but the birds chirping, they were chirping. You know, that's not a big announcement. Bull fucking shit. That's a huge announcement, dude. You just bought Ring of Honor. Like, that's big, dude. What the heck? What? You know, it always just goes back to what were you expecting? They were expecting them to pretty much walk out and say, yeah, I made yeah, a deal you, with you Vince work, McMahon. You, I now hold yourself into a fucking shoot. Like, yeah, you, you're like, I'm like, oh, as if it's not this. I talk about this all the time on our, our, our 
and people probably will not like this if they ever like start watching regularly our our reviews of stuff like that but like i i always say this you cannot over expect stuff and then get really upset when it's not at, like you can get upset that it wasn't the thing that you wanted it to be but you can't that's not on the person for, like for not being the creative genius you are as, like, as our guy know? campia says you can't let speculation become expectation yes actually that's brilliant that's one thing i agree that's with perfectly put. um and it's like it you gotta you gotta what you gotta uh what is the term you've got to um weather your expectations you gotta you gotta like yeah, this, this temper, huge, temper your expectations. He literally bought a company, but I see people being like, what, he, he bought like a dead company? He bought like just the fourth, number four competition? Shut up, dude. Shut the fuck up. Uh, Go home. Whatever. Take a shower. The sweaty. birds All chirping. Right, um, All right, moving past the birds. Uh, Sting and Darby Allen are cutting a promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why wasn't Dan Housen walking around in the background of the segment? That's all I'm saying. He should have been. Chris Jericho is cutting a backstage segment and promoting his upcoming match against Kingston at Revolution. Jericho says if Kingston beats him, he will get an undenying respect. Proud and powerful appear. Jericho asks him if they're good, and they both nod in agreement. Garrett, you said something Why? earlier, but I'm going to real quick. I think this is a psych out. They are joining Eddie. Why, then? Because they're fucking heels now. For Not some reason, fucking. they're going to get cheered. But when they turn on Jericho, it's going to be a, quote, heel thing. But it's going to be the babyface reaction because the Orlando crowd is going to boo Jericho when this happens. You still, you, right. you still, you think they're teaming up, or you think it, this is a a, a multi dimensional multiverse? I have world? no idea. I th- yeah, I think this is Jericho's giga brain multiversal fucking feud, and I don't think it's any. I think I agree with uh, Brian Alvarez. This feud could go on for months. Okay, and Garrett, so, so they could actually be still on his side for a while. It could be one of those like he's slowly planting the seeds in Santana and Ortiz's mind. You know, like Garrett. Last week we were talking. CM Punk and MJF, it's been going since the week before Thanksgiving or the week of Thanksgiving. And we were like, somehow, this feud still feels fresh. Yes. It's been four months. I could watch it until what, June. What more could they do? Well, <laughs> a ladder match. Go on. <laughs> what more could they do, Garrett? Well, that was answered. Um, so we're, we were coming off of last week with Punk and MJF. And, you know, is, is this real? You know, was this real? And we've heard all week, this is what I love about wrestling, man. Wrestling storytelling, when it's good, it's fucking, it's so good. It's so enjoyable. And Max gets in the ring, and he's just got this different energy. And Punk's like, he's kind of, he's talking to the crowd for a little bit. He's like, am I the bad guy? Up until a week ago, I thought I was a week ago. Or (laughs) up until a week ago, (laughs) I thought I was. And then Punk is, you know, talking about MJF. He doesn't know if he's sincere. He talks about his famous photo with Stone Cold and Malenko and all this other stuff. And he's like, MJF verbally assaulted Pillman. And he Punk's pretty much saying, look, that was me. And then he asked Mac he asked Max to come out. Punk says, hurt people, hurt people. That's that that was kind of one of the main things, right? That was like the underlying thing here at the beginning was him pretty much saying, Look, I did all this horrible shit. What, what was one of them, Garrett? Pouring alcohol down an alcoholic? Something like that. Yeah, who yeah, was like, that too? Was that to Jericho? I, uh, I can't remember who that was too. Jeff Hardy. I can't remember. I think it was, it was Hardy. I, and we're going to look like terrible wrestling fans here. He's he's pretty much saying. Especially because I'm the CM Punk mark. But like, I just can't remember because there was a time in wrestling when he was still like a top <laughs> guy that I stopped watching. So I don't know. And it's just like. And, and MJF gets out there. Punk holds out his hand and MJF hugs him. And I'm like, man, this is what the fuck is going on here? 
and then it happens. He kicks him in the nuts. He hits him with a heat seeker. He tells the pinnacle to come out, and they do. Wardlow hands him the ring. He hits Punk in the face with it. And then he gets in his face and says, the snake line. Something about a devil and a snake. I don't have the quote in front of me, but apparently it's something Punk said in Ring of Honor. And it's an infamous like Pulp Fiction quote. And MJF said it to him. He's beating the shit out of Punk. Punk is bloodied. He's the blood and guts. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and Darby Allen, Sting, and Sammy run out. Just because, you know, the babyfaces need to help Punk get his ass beat. But, Garrett, this was... They tried to hang... They hung CM Punk. Uh, yeah, by, literally. By his neck. Literally. Someone was screaming in the crowd. It was crazy. This was nuts, dude. This was fucking... This was not PG. This was not PG. But, dude, I, I got to say, man. And, like, how this ties into the segment on Rampage later is just and great. The, yep, and how this brings the feud even to another level because we've had this weird dynamic the past couple weeks of, you know, MJF is breaking down, man. Like, this, in a way, they were kind of breaking it. Like, he's psychological warfare with CM Punk right now. is It's so manipulative and just fucked and so good. And it brings me back to even a little bit when we were just saying, when wrestling's written good, it's so much fun. And this is so much fun. What did you think about this? Um, My boy CM Punk is about to kill MJF. Um, oh, man. He's going to kill him. Yeah. Uh, spoiler, that's probably going to be my prediction. Um, I, I genuinely can't wait for this match. It It's... Gonna probably be one of the honestly, and this is, this is a bold prediction. It might be one of the greatest matches of all time. His match with Raven and ROH for the dog collar match is the one that that you know. Hey, two thousand three. God, man, if we had that uh, library right now, I'd love to watch that. But Oof. it's like, Ugh. that's the shit, man. Like this, this could be special. And speaking of special. The next match featured someone who I think we both agree is special. Yeah, and real quick, I gotta say the Keith Lee promo where he's interrupted by Starks and Starks is doing an impression. Oh of yeah, him. <laughs> bro, I need Greetings I need salutations. I can't. I need I need Keith Lee to hit Sammy Guevara with a Samuel, please. Yes, and uh, Samuel, I would Samuel. like a title shot, please. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude, Keith, Keith Lee, man. <laughs> I'm so glad they're letting him be Keith Lee. That's all I got to say about, you know, all the shit that's happened this week with him and WWE. And I'm just glad AEW knows and they're just letting, you know what his attitude problem was that Vince McMahon doesn't like. Yeah. It's like, it's like, bro, it's bad, man. (laughs) I'm sorry. I almost Kanye myself. All right. Yeah. Um, And uh, it's just like, dude, one of the quotes is like, he is, you're too intelligent for your own character. Like what you speak too intelligent for your own character. What the f- This is Keith fucking Lee, bro. Let him do his thing. Well, whatever. Fuck off. Dr. Britt Breaker and Jamie Hayter versus Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez. Bro, I was literally texting you on Monday or Tuesday being like, bro, you know what I really hope? I hope Rosa and Martinez end up as a tag team. And Not that hope. lo and behold. Here, <laughs> actually, I actually enjoyed this match. Um, I think Hayter, you know, was taking a Jamie lot of Hader- Got most of the match for like both Rosa and like DMD 
were were trying to stay out of the match so they could make it to to Sunday or whatever, right? Yeah. But I like that Jamie Hader just got to shine a little bit because of that. Like, yeah, and you know, she uh, th- there was a couple good spots in here. Baker hit a great super kick on Mercedes Martinez. Yes, and just kind of the way this ends is Rosa hits Baker with the Death Valley Driver, and then Rosa hits Baker with the Fire Thunder Driver and pins her. So Thunder Rosa actually pinned Britt Baker. That could that leaves you questioning going into Revolution, but we're so like used to WWE booking where we're like, oh my god, that means she can't win. But it's like now you're like, oh god. But now in AEW, that means she might definitely win. But it also might mean there might be some kind of shenanigans. Shenanigans. But yeah, Thunder Rosa and Mercedes get the win. It's dude, come on, man. Thunder Rosa's it, it, you. This is this is where it needs to be. I'm down. I'm down with this. Um, yeah. Anything else you had from the match? Um, yeah, it was just, it was fun. I, I want to see Jamie Hayter, uh, in a more important role on, on the show. Also book more women, Tony. Oh yeah. Speaking of women, we go into back-to-back women segments here. Ty Conti says she will challenge Jay Cargill for the TBS women's championship. Jade and, and uh, Simp Sterling appear. Their entire feud has been in backstage segments, and it's really frustrating. Well, uh, well, last week she did. Uh, yeah, she ran out to the ring and got kissed on the forehead. That was about it. Uh, Cargill <laughs> attempts to set Connie off, but Anna holds her back. <coughs> Excuse me. A vignette airs promoting the upcoming match between Statlander and Legit Layla. Again, I'm actually, I'm actually surprised that Statlander the heel in this feud. <laughs> like, oh no, yeah. No, bro, bro, we went over this, man. Layla's character is that she's a C-U-N-T, bro. That is straight up what she is. That bro. character is just a fucking demon child. Bro, you can't say that. No, I'm just kidding. No, but you know what I mean? That, that's what it is. That character is no, a straight I, up I demon it. child. She's just, that, she's just that bitch. I mean, well, no, I, that, sorry, right. that's Jay Cargo. But, yeah, bro, green is um, winning. Three women segments in a row, GG. And uh, yeah, hey, man, good for them for holding that off to the pay-per-view. Because, man, yeah. I wish that Diamante and Big Swole, they uh, had a great feud and no one saw it. Um, Bro, Wardlow versus uh, all over the cards this week. Yeah, Wardlow versus uh, Cesar Bononi. I mean, obviously Wardlow beat his ass, but the story here is after it, Spears went to hit him with the chair, and Wardlow stopped him. They got in each other's faces, and then Wardlow got in his face even more. And Spears like had this thing of uh, he had this look of like, all right, you do your thing, brother. All right, cool. Now we cool. We cool. Stepped away. Garrett? Yeah, no, uh, I want to see him kill Spears. Is it happening? This is, is the turn happening in this pay per view? No. Okay. Um, Double or nothing. That's when it's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're promoting uh, the upcoming show, and then we get our main event. Garrett, did the other thing happen? Uh, we also had the House of Black had like a little backstage. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that here. Off. So what? what uh, was it was that? just like a little like they were back uh, in the like the little House of Black, whatever that is, like the set okay. that they're on, and they, it featured Buddy. Um, but uh, it was just like the same thing that they did on Rampage tonight. Just like uh, I don't think it had as much substance because they were just like, yeah, we're the House of Black, and the House always wins. Garrett, was there a Wardlow MJF backstage somewhere? Yes, I believe when so. When did that happen? I don't have that anywhere on Rampage or Dynamite. But, well, since I don't have that, we'll talk about it real quick. But long story short, you could. I was going to piggyback off for what we just had. It was kind of like Wardlow was like, well, you always have – I always – because you always need my help winning your matches. Like, it was something like that, right? And then Max kind of walks yeah. up 
bitch slaps him, and you can kind of see Sean Spears giggling because he just got so upset at Wardlow for stopping his chair. I swear I remember that as well. But right? I, don't, I just don't know when it happened. I saw the clip later on Twitter, too, or Twitter on uh, something, too. Hold on. Yeah, I, I don't know when it happened, but that definitely did happen. And I don't know when it happened in the show either. Like, jeez. Um, but yeah, so the main event: Adam Cole and Red Dragon. Well, and I believe they're being dubbed on AEW YouTube as the Undisputed Originals. Versus Adam Page, Silver, and Reynolds. We got no references to BTE and Budge, which I'm kind of glad. You don't need to bring that to the fucking actual show. Um. No. Yeah, that's not necessary. This this it, was a this was a fun little match. I mean, they actually already did anyway with the whole budge, yeah, the battle of the budge. But um, and uh, this is this is fun. Um, I by the way, I'm looking at footage. This did actually happen. We're not crazy. We're not crazy. Perfect. <laughs> it happened. By the way, I think sometime after. Uh, it was after some match or something. It would have had to have been. It would have been as an in between segment because it was like one of the um, Alex okay. Marvez segments. I want to say. Yeah. So this was like this was like a fifteen minute match. It it was pretty. It was perfectly fine main event. Um, the story here really is after. Um, Cole pin. Yeah, this match looked way better on paper than I thought it was. Did it turned out like it wasn't bad. It's just like oh, yeah. This okay, is just this, this is just it was a perfectly fine main event. Nothing nothing spectacular, but just perfectly fine. The story was after you know Cole Cole come you know he hit Reynolds with the boom. He pinned him. Adam Cole getting some momentum going into the weekend. After the match, Cole and the Red Dragon begin attacking Page, and then Red Dragon duct tapes Page to the ropes, and now all three men start beating him down. Cole hits Reynolds with the Panama Sunrise, and we see Adam Cole and Red Dragon stand tall and pose as the show goes off the air. And yeah, I mean, Adam Cole and, and Hangman, when they were out there together, looked great. Again, Kyle O'Reilly is crushing this AEW run, by the way. He had another, he was on screen tonight for like 30 seconds and had another funny segment. At, Kyle O'Reilly's hilarious. It, yes. like, he that comedy it makes shining. you wonder why they never let him and fish ever have any personality in nxt like you just because they actually had it like yeah he's he's hilarious even last week taking the bumps like dude this guy's just naturally got funny charisma and we'll talk about he well actually even in the uh tag match earlier on on dynamite he had some fucking goofy stuff after the match he's like hey guys <laughs> he started hugging fish like getting all excited it's like it's like what the now you guys are going to beat the hell out of each other. We're talking about matches that might steal the show. My God. Um, but, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the story of this match. But, yeah, I'm kind of with you. Anything else from this one you got? Um, Not really. That was it. It was, it was just really good. It was a good match. I, and it, it set up. It was there. I mean, the, the duct taping part was pretty badass. But when you're on the same show as what happened with CM Punk, it, it looked like fucking wimpy shit, unfortunately. <laughs> I also think there's a good chance that we see something like this. Um, like another combination of the Dark Order with Hangman or something. Yeah, if this isn't necessarily resolved at the paper. You know? Yeah, but at Dark um, or at uh Dynamite, I usually always try and catch it a little later on in the night or the day after. But yes, yeah, same. This week I had to catch it live, and I loved it. I this is a great Dynamite, man. Beginning to end, when you bookend with matches like that and with news like that, I think every as a go home show, right? The go-home dynamite to the pay-per-view. I think it elevated feuds. Got me more excited for the show. And we had no one look like geeks. 
I guess if Britt Baker loses the title on Sunday, maybe she'd look a little like a geek, but whatever. Eh. Um, Dynamite, thumbs up, thumbs down world. It's a thumbs up for me, Garrett. Same. Jumping a rampage. Um, we talked about our opening match. Entrances were on YouTube. Side note, with how, I love that they use YouTube like that. <laughs> I actually did catch the entrances this time. <laughs> uh, back from the break. Pento Scuro, Pac, and Alex are in the ring. Garrett, we got to compliment him again. Alex just fully embracing the Sith love Eternal it, Emperor gimmick he's got going on. I love it. He has become Darth Abadondas. <laughs> he is the Sith Eternal. And he says they're... There's three of them, the House the of Black, and there's three, and it's an eye for an eye. They challenge them to a match at Revolution. I'm like, really? We needed this at Revolution? But now we see why. He says, um, basically, the House of Black, they had cut a little promo, and then they get on the ring as it flashes the black. It's awesome. I mean, their gimmick's fucking... Their gimmick is literally, like, my the gimmick I would, like... That's my kind of thing I love. I love that dark horror-type shit. And yeah. they use it, and... Um, Alex pretty much tells them, he says, they never said there was three of them in the ring. And then the house of black have their monster. And so do they. And out comes Eric Redbeard. I believe he hasn't been seen since the Brody Lee Memorial show. So good for him. I like seeing Redbeard get this spot. Cause yeah, I feel like he's just not the kind of wrestler they normally have the place for like as a singles yeah. guy. Cause they don't have the guy that yeah, I don't think he's going to be signed to AEW, but no, I think is- he's just going to get brought in for these one shots. Yeah. Like and, this. and like- you know, Phoenix is hurt. This is the and I bet he'll be on. I bet he'll be under some kind of contract though, so he can't. I mean, he might be able he'll, to work he'll get somewhere a fat else. Check but. either way for this, and mm-hmm. he's going to be the heater for King. I did not think this was pay per view. I, I was a little surprised when they were like, "Oh, we're going on the pay per view with this. We already have 12, 11 matches. This is twelve now." But when with Redbeard, you know, there's just a different energy with him now. With after that Brody Lee Memorial Show, where when he was like, "See you again," and. Yeah, it's, it's emotional even thinking about it. I'm just thinking about him getting like, damn, like, fuck. They were such a fun tag team. And I don't know. I, I, I love seeing him. Uh, I just love seeing him get respect on his name. Great name, by the way. Eric Redbeard. Yeah. Anything anything from you? Um, Excited to see this match. Uh, it's... There was a lot of setup on this show. Like, there was a lot more setup on this episode of Rampage for the pay-per-view. Like, I didn't think we were really adding nearly as much as we did. Like, yeah, lots. Whoa, we got our matches, lots. man. We got lots of uh, lots of meat in between. Backstage, yes. Lambert and Scorpio. Lambert, congrats, Sammy, on defending his title. He says, but it appears he's defending the title against everyone against except the number one contender, Scorpio. Lambert says he had a thought before he lost his cool and. Uh, he just remember his mother taught him that he would do good promoting while negotiating with a steaming hot pile of dog shit wrestling company. And he got Scorpio a title match against Sammy next Wednesday. And he'll bring Paige Van Zant to Revolution to sign her AEW deal. Look, Tony Khan, you're not getting away with this one. You pan- you have to panic book Scorpio into this match because if you don't, it doesn't make sense that the next fucking guy is going to probably win the TNT title after this guy didn't win shit and- after winning that match. Like... Garrett, you already buried this match. Just make it we, for some kind of contract. We or were something talking like about this. it last week, man. They also mentioned again, Scorpio hasn't been pinned in 364 days. Garrett, we're gonna have a new TNT champion on Wednesday, and I, I unfortunately, like, I've loved the Sammy Guevara run, but the story of Scorpio Sky 
Garrett, he is fucked if he doesn't win this title. Oh, and, absolutely. And look, I, I, I love Sammy. Maybe they can do a thing where they flip it back to him. But Sammy's story with this title has been beautiful. It's been great. He's going to, unfortunately, he's not defending on the pay-per-view, but I think that's why they let him do it tonight. I, they let him get that vi- victory tonight again. And unfortunately, I, I, we we cannot lose Scorpio Sky. And if Scorpio Sky loses this match, he is done. Like, th- there's no coming back from this. This has been like two months of booking for this match. They even did it when Cody had the title. Cody's running from him, remember? Dan Lambert, Cody sucks upper management, you know? Like, Scorpio Sky cannot lose this match or he is fucked. And I'm glad you kind of see what I'm seeing there because it's it's so obvious, right? With the if, if we're talking about I mean, stories. I think it's one of those things where, like, I just don't see it happening because it's a precedent. Like, I just I, – I think the match will happen, obviously, but I just don't know if Scorpio is winning it. I feel like – but but you can see what I'm saying. If Scorpio doesn't win, like there's there's no coming back. I mean, yes, but I mean, like I feel like it's never going to stop them from trying to put the championship on him eventually. So it's like, yeah, I I think I it's, I, it's weird. You book yourself into these weird corners where like you see these guys as guys you're not going to push right now, and then you know you don't you know when guys don't work out, you just keep trying to push them, and like sometimes that results I, in people like Scorpio just kind of falling through the cracks. You know, like I just why not take the title off him tonight with Scorpio? Then like this this would have been so much easier on the rampage thing or on the face of the revolution if they just would have put had Scorpio win it tonight. Because no, Tony had to go on Twitter and say, well, I was going to add a seventh spot for Scorpio, which I'm glad Tony did this because he knows he wants the storylines to make sense. I wanted to add a seventh match with a seventh spot with Scorpio, but after negotiating with Dan Lambert, I've decided he will just challenge for the title on Wednesday. And look, that makes sense in terms of what would you rather have? Of course, you'd rather go for the title. And having someone like Dan Lambert, it's like, yeah, this is this is my fucking guy. This is my my manager. Like, I want him to he's going to get me the best deals. I, I'm so torn, man. I, I just I want Sammy to win, but I love Scorpio Sky and I can he he doesn't win this, man. It's gonna be tough to recover. But that's uh that's a decision Tony's gonna have to deal with for a week. So it'll be awesome. Exactly. He's got a whole pay per view to and I, first, I can't so. I can't wait to see how they resolve this. And Paige Van Zant coming. Does that do anything for you? Uh I mean I feel like there's a chance we could see some some female talent debut during this segment because I feel like why make a big deal out of Paige Van Zandt's contract signing? You could do that on an episode of Dynamite if you wanted to. Like, Yeah. So Keep why not lead. do it on pay-per-view? And also it's a little bit of a swerve because we just got multiple people kind of showing up randomly in terms of like Buddy Murphy and Eric Redbeard. And yep. So like, I feel like they, there's less thought that maybe that will happen, you know, but I feel like the whole build up to revolution has been surprise debuts and stuff like that. So Maybe maybe there'll be something there. I don't know. Um, Keith Lee versus J.D. Drake. The chops in this match. Chops. I'm pretty sure it could be heard in the next state. Um, I think uh, J.D. did a good job of not looking like complete geek. Yes. Because, look, he we've seen him wrestle on Dark. This guy, he can he can go, man. He also, by the way, looks great. He's, dropped a, he's cut a lot of that uh, extra weight, and you, you can feel You can see it. I feel like he can feel it while he's out there, man. He's looking great. He's like, ah, oh, I can move faster. Yeah, he's like, looking shit. great. And um, this was fun, man. 
This is this is Keith Lee. Not like the first time he hit the ropes, he went, huh, okay. Like, yeah, he's like, so Keith Lee has now wrestled two matches, Isaiah Cassidy and J.D. Drake, and uh, I've loved it. I love Keith I Lee. I think it's a mistake to not use Keith Lee on Dark because he could wrestle some fun matches. Like, yeah. I don't know why. He might, why Maybe not? he is like, on there coming soon. Who knows? Ooh. With Dark being in the – yeah, I, there's going to be a lot of fucking – yeah, that's all I'll say. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not much to say here. This is a glorified squash that Keith Lee was just showing up for the crowd. Um, after the match, Nemeth, Avalon, and Bononi hit the ring. Avalon took every advantage of that two seconds he had on camera with his facial expressions. I'll give it to that guy. He knows how to find the camera. And he knows how to make a face. That's one of the biggest Absolutely. things in wrestling. Hobbs and Starks make their way out of the ring, but Orange Cassidy's music hits and the four men stare at each other. Um, God, I can't wait. <laughs> Just speaking about these pay-per-view matches, I'm going to be so excited. I <laughs> just can't wait, dude. Um, I mean, yeah. Um, any Anything else you got from this? Um, I thought it was kind of funny that Ricky Starks and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs were just like, nah. And then they were like, actually. I, I really wanted Hobbs to get in there, but it, you didn't want them hitting each other yet. So I also wanted No, to exactly. Wanted. You want to save that because you're going to – because it feels like that's the feud they want to go with Oh, next. dude, there's going to be a moment where it's Wardlow, Hobbs, and, and Lee just staring, staring at each other. And based on pure reactions, they're going to decide who's fighting who next. Like, because they need to have a. We haven't had a big big man feud in a while, and we need we, we need one. We need yeah, one. I'm down. We then see. Clo- Give me the big meat. We see exclusive footage from Punk's visit with AEW Medical, and Garrett he cuts a hell of a promo. Yes, Punk tells the medical staff to leave and says sometimes when people get beat down like that, it makes them feel more alive. He says MJF might understand that if he doesn't. Sunday night he'll find out that CM Punk is the master and he knows exactly who the fuck he is. The one of two fucks back-to-back, by the way. Punk says MGF is ready to see the real CM Punk at Revolution and he's going to beat him like the dog. He's going to beat him until his own mother doesn't recognize him. He's going to beat – and he's going to become a monster because CM Punk and he is – because he is CM Punk and he's better than you. Punk exits and we uh, we had a commercial, but – Double turn question mark? This is – what we've been waiting for from Punk. And we had Happy Go Lucky Punk from what? Uh, the- I love that's what everybody calls it. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Eddie Kingston. Uh, <laughs> from, we had Happy Go Lucky Punk for about six months. This uh, And starting in March, we we're in about month, month seven of his run. Let's All- call it Honeymoon Phase Punk. Already seven still- months of uh, CM Punk, by the way. And I fucking love How it. How is that Every we've been covering wrestling for seven months now? I love it so much. And CM Punk, this is the change. And I, I can't wait, dude. I can't wait. He's going to beat this. Sh- this is going to be awesome. He's going to kill him. And I like that they just bleeped out fuck. Let him fucking roll because clearly he was just going off the top, you know? Oh yeah, that was a one take pony right there. There was no cuts, nothing. He was he no. was just going. He um, saw the camera and he's like, "Oh, okay, let's do this." So after after Wednesday, does this is, did this somehow elevate it more for you, like it did for me? Like somehow this, I think so. Yeah, I feel like the retroactively the segment on one or on Wednesday on Wednesday uh, was better because this just adds to it because this is the aftermath, and I didn't realize how much blood he was actually covered in until he yeah, got. Did to you the see back. He had blood in his eye still? Yeah, that's so fucking metal. Oh, dude, it was great. Um, I loved it. Back from the break, TBS champion Jake Cargill is backstage with the simp, 
And he says he struck a deal that disallows Ted Conti to have any physical contact with Jade 48 hours before Revolution. Jade says nobody cares about that bitch in her karate shit. Anna Jay comes in and asks what the date is, and Tay comes out of nowhere and drills Jade with a front kick and says Jade is less than 48 hours of champion. Jade drops an F-bomb in there somewhere. Bleeped it's out very again. rare that we see her actually get laid out by anything, yeah. so that was kind of cool. Like, oh, all right. Um, Ty Conti and Jade feuds heating up a little bit here. Unfortunately, I wish they had like another couple weeks to this feud, but oh well. Same. It's like the same thing. Like they, this is the problem with having a secondary women's title before having like yeah, she really just established didn't have a any... bunch of women's stars. Like you just don't have any. What who are you gonna do? You just when was the match against the bunny stars. last week? Literally, like yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm down with this. I think Jade and Ty Conti could actually have a really good match, and I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping they go. It'll probably still go sub 10 minutes, but I wouldn't mind like a nice 12 to 15 minute match where we actually see Jade. I would lean wrestle. toward the 12 because I just don't know if she can go that long. That's what I'm saying. Like I have no idea. I'm guessing it's ties, gonna... a lot of Ty's offense is like judo throws. And stuff I'm guessing like that. it's going to be quick. I think it's going to be like seven minutes, but I, I would not mind probably. like a 12 minute match where we see some really development here and Jade getting laid out. Like you just said, we don't see that often. So um, Serena Deeb, five minute challenge. We need a counter. Is this what week five? Something like that. Um, so the Layla Gray is her opponent, and she's running. I in liked the, her strategy. Yeah, <laughs> running in and out of the ring until uh, you know horror movie style. Her foot gets caught. <laughs> she actually didn't look like a geek doing it too. It, it looked legit. No, it was actually like she was like she thought about it. She was like, I don't need to fucking beat this chick. I just need to last five minutes, and I probably get signed. Like, and Serena hit drills her and neckbreaker over the top rope and locks in a standing guillotine to get the tap, and then she starts beating her up, and we. F- Finally, get a music hit, and Garrett, Hikaru Shida returns. Let's go. Do you think we're getting this again on the pay-per-view? No, but I do think um, they'll do a five-minute challenge next week where it's the two of them. No, Shida's not a rookie. That's no. Yeah, or they'll just do straight up match on Rampage. They'll have to do it. No, I think I think what's going to happen is like on the pre-show they're going to announce something on the show, something or somehow. Somehow this is going to make it on the show. I don't know. This I'm will probably be a Rampage or a Dynamite match. Really? Like, why even set it up on the go home show? The actual go home show to Revolution. Then. Well, That's I so think silly. it's it's the return. It's the return of Shida. I guess I would like to I still want to see my Joshi women's triple threat. Yeah. Yeah. No shot. There's already 12 matches backstage. Eddie is with Tony Schiavone. Eddie says, everyone can order the pay-per-view Tony's and ask Tony why he's here. Eddie says, nobody wants to talk anymore. And while kayfabe may be dead, but we don't have to piss on his grave. Eddie says, if Jericho. Eddie Kingston is just a fucking national treasure. Yeah, Eddie says, Jericho wants to doubt him. He's going to regret it. He's now he's going to embarrass Jericho and he's going to have to suck it up and shake his hand after the match. Eddie and Tony agree to go get some peanut butter pie and catering. Reese's peanut butter pie. And we cut back to the ring. No, I, want, I want fucking ice cream now. Yeah, right? Let's fucking go. Um, You're like, I mean, what the fuck does that have to do with Kingston. pie? He's, 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 a, he's a fun interview every time, right? Eddie Kingston is great backstage. I don't know why they don't use him more. I also kind of agree with him, though. Like, yeah, Why was I, he there? Like, It was I'm kind down. of silly to have him be Um, Let's get into our main event here, Garrett. With, and I'm very curious on your I thoughts on it. Christian Cage you versus Ethan I mean, Page I, I don't in the know, main like, event of do Rampage. These, do these on the one-hour shows before and, uh, pay-per-views, do these promos do them for you? Because I don't yeah, feel like man. they really do it for I, I don't know, bro. Like, this this was second. out there. We need a little bit more this booking was, uh, for this. Like, but like, this, this has been building up. Like, this has been a main feud. Of this, these Lost two. And, uh, 
I gotta be honest, man. I, I don't even know Are you seeing that? how much of it worked too well. But that being said here, sorry, we lost Garrett for a minute there. So give me one second. Sorry about that, fellas. Good brother Garrett's internet has apparently died for the night, so I'll just finish this out real quick here. But yeah, like I was saying, man, Christian Cage and Ethan Page, this match was not my favorite, but I think mainly that plays in the result, because here's the thing. Ethan Page is, is just, I wanted him to win, but it's like when you really think about it, he has no reason to probably win this match. Christian Cage is the, the legendary you know, ladder match guy. He has the history, and you know he hasn't been really wrestling too much in AEW, so... Unfortunately for Page, he's going to have to eat this loss. Got hit with a kill switch. But, I mean, at least he got to wrestle Christian Cage in the main event of a show. And, you know, I, I'm sure that's the way he's looking at it. And, um, yeah, so Christian Quage, Christian Quage, Christian Cage is our final guy in the face of the Revolution ladder match. Unfortunately, I think he's the only one that doesn't have a shot to win. <laughs> Gary and I were joking about that a little bit, either on the show or, post, or before the show. But after the match, uh, the tag team champs roll down. Young Bucks and Red Dragon make their way out. They steal the title. Kyle starts doing the guitar things, kind of playing off that fact of like, this guy just got so much charisma and he's just so lovely with it. But yeah, that's that'll do it for us guys. And um, in a thumbs up, thumbs down world, I think it's safe to say both of us would give this a thumbs up just based on that opening. And though I didn't really care for the booking result of, K- of Cage versus Page, I understood why they did it. And maybe the part of that is just because Ethan Page just isn't a natural heel, I think. I think he's a natural baby face and I don't know. Maybe they'll uh, figure that out as time goes on. But yeah, guys, if you if you enjoyed this show and you stuck around to the end, sorry I got a little fucked up there for a minute, but uh, I could tell we lost Garrett. I didn't know what to do, <laughs> but uh, it's all taken care of now. And yeah, catch us Saturday for your AEW predictions, and then we'll be here Sunday slash Monday morning wherever you guys are at covering the uh, Revolution. So again, I really appreciate it if you stuck around. Um, if you guys give us a follow in your feed or just give us a five star if you guys end up want to hit us up on twitter and just talk wrestling we're always down we've had people in the past hit us up a follow and we just greatly appreciate it so that'll be it and uh we will catch you guys later peace